Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Morning, Russell. Morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, that you call us to your presence. And we feel so privileged to be with you, Lord. And there are so many around that would just be enjoying their weekend. And yet you called each of us by name to be with you. An invitation to spend this first hour of the day with you. We thank you, Lord, for that honor that you bestow upon us that you are ever willing to load us with your gifts and graces through this invitation that you extend to us. And you are always willing to pour your peace and your joy onto our hearts. And that same, Lord, we want to share with all those that are part of this praying family, that are part of this meeting, this praying family, with all those that are called Christians but do not yet know you, that they might know what it is to be with you and in your presence. And they will never go anywhere else. And with all those that do not want to know you and have turned away from you. We share it also, Lord, with those that have no one to pray for them and do not know how to pray. We offer ourselves to stand in that gap. That when we release our faith, you, O Holy Spirit, are able to move over their lives, quicken them and bring them towards you. Thank you, Father. Let your name be praised forever. And as we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name. The name of our maker, our creator, the king of all, the lifter of men, the one who is ever faithful, has loved us with an everlasting love and is unchangeable. There is nothing we can do no matter how many times we fall and how deep we fall, there's nothing we can do to change that love for us. Such is the love of a father. The Elohim Adonai, the Lord of Lords. The one who blots our transgression and remembers those sins no more. He teaches us to profit from his ways, from his word. He is the preserver of men. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus. The one who came to die for our sake, to bring salvation. When we believe in our hearts and we speak and confess that salvation with our mouths, your word says that we are saved. He is the truth, the bridge back to the Father, the Lord who heals, our daily bread that nurtures and sustains the one who shall judge the quick and the dead. It is he who has enriched us in all utterance and knowledge. And he holds the key of David. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of light and life, the same spirit that powered his ministry. And now he has given that spirit, that same source of power to us. That just as he was able to live the life of that perfect Adam, powered by the Holy Spirit, we can do the same as well. 
when we meditate on his word and do what it says, God has made his tabernacle in our own body. He now gives life to that mortal body that we might be quickened in our spirit, that we might understand and recognize our true identity. The same spirit of El Shaddai, the spirit of victory, that we might step not only into abundance, which was Jesus' mission that he came here for, but we might step into dominion to restore that which was lost through Adam. <coughs> We thank you, Father, for the powerful teaching last night that you show us how to battle, that we might not live a life of defeat, of failure, but we might rise above, strengthened and powered by this very spirit, your spirit. And the knowledge, the wisdom, the understanding that comes from your word, the principles that you have given us, the rules of engagement in battle, the strategies that bring us success. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with angels and destiny. Help us as well to stand with us in that battle, to fill those gaps where we lack and to raise us up. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with friends, with family, with a roof over our head, with food on our table. We thank you, Lord, that there are people that love and care about us, that we are not alone you did not leave us alone. You cover us under your wings like a mother hen covers her chicks. And your influence is all over us, Father. We thank you that you are doing a new thing and you are leading us on that way to be like and to be with our Christ. The realm of Galatians 2.20. We thank you, Father. We thank you that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and that gift of prayer. The source of our power and our strength. That every mental and grace required to stand in that battle and move forward comes from you. Even though it comes through men, it comes from you. And it's stirred up in that place of prayer. We thank you, Lord. Today, I'd like to touch on what we should be praying for in our place of prayer. We often pray for our needs, our wants, about our afflictions, asking God to give me this or give me that. Physical needs. Things often which we do not have that are external to our current environment. Now, God is aware of our afflictions. And Ephesians 3 verse 20 says he is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we ask or imagine. All that we ask, that is all that we say with our mouths, all that we speak, and all that we think in our hearts. So whether your prayer is a spoken prayer or even a prayer in your heart, he is able to do over and above that as well, exceedingly, abundantly over that. So then. If he's able, where is the problem? Why is my prayer not getting answered? And Apostle James says, you ask and you don't receive because you ask amiss. 
Now there is a barrier that is stopping him who is able to do it. And that barrier lies within us. <clears throat> it is not outside us. Deuteronomy chapter 28 shows us the types of afflictions that has been described from verse 15 onwards. And it says clearly that these are due to not following God's instructions. And if you actually look closely, you will find that the challenges that you are going through are probably listed in there or indirectly connected to what is listed in there. So look again. It says, if you do not hearken to his voice and do what it says, then these afflictions shall chase you and overtake you. So being rendered vulnerable and weak, susceptible to attack, until you conquer your weakness, you will keep falling into the same pit. And those curses of sickness, poverty, other issues that keep coming back again and again in your life. And you will see that they keep coming again and you wonder why is that problem chasing me? It's on my tail forever. They will keep coming until we learn from our mistakes and we rise above them. God wants you to rise. But he will not go against his system, his rules, his word. He seeks a relationship with you. And he wants you as his child. And so he says, first seek my kingdom and righteousness. And then all these things that you want or all these things that you ask for shall be added unto you. So It means follow my rules. Stay in line with that system and then what is due to you as per that system, you will definitely get. It is a law. It is no bypass. It cannot be broken and it cannot fail. He has exalted that law above his name. Now, why seek it then? Is what you really need to focus on. The key is that you do not lapse into it again and incur the Lord's wrath. Hebrews 10 verse 26 says, If we deliberately keep on sinning after we have received the knowledge of the truth, that is after finding out where the problem was in our life, and after that has been rectified, if we still keep on sinning, then there is no sacrifice for sins left. That is the sacrifice, the atonement that Jesus paid on the cross for us is no longer valid. So if after being saved from a habit of gambling and the financial ruin that it has caused the person, after all that financial challenges are sorted, the, the loans and all that paid back and everything is well again. But if the person still goes back to gambling or an alcoholic says, well, I might just try one drink because my friends are coaxing me so much. Then, after knowing what the downside of it is, what price you would have to pay and you still make a choice to go back to alcohol or go back to gambling or whatever mistake you have made in the past, then the Lord's protection on you is no longer valid. It is no longer there. It is taken off from over your head. No longer covered and protected by that blood. <clears throat> because you didn't learn the lesson and you chose to go back to that evil way. Are we making this mistake in our life? 
we had an issue with our health. We asked Brother Vivek to pray for us. We got healed, but we never learned the lesson. That sickness can come back to you again. It is important that when we experience that recovery, we should learn where our mistake was so that we don't lapse into it again. It obviously came because we were not conforming to what the will of God is. If you are conforming to the will of God, you cannot have that. In his kingdom, there is no sickness. The Bible says, Jesus is our advocate interceding for us. And when you come to him, he takes on your case. And there's a fantastic example in the Bible of that where he fights the case of the woman caught in adultery. He actually was her advocate there. The accuser came through the men wanting to stone her as per the law of God given by Moses. So the accuser will always come to accuse as per the law so that the punishment that was there, Deuteronomy 28, 15 onwards, he will demand that punishment come unto you because you have broken that law. But Jesus saved her with his skills, being the perfect advocate. And when the ones who wanted to stone her had gone away, his words to her were, pay, please pay close attention here. His words to her were, go and sin no more. Go and sin no more. She was guilty. But when he became her advocate, there was freedom. But now what if she were to go and sin again? She was not paying heed then to his word where he said, go and sin no more. So this time around, he cannot be her advocate. The same thing applies to us as well. Make sure you are figuring out where the mistake was. What am I guilty of? What part of the word of God did I disobey or break? And then make amends. Ask for forgiveness. The people wanting to stone you will always be waiting. So when he says go and sin no more, he means pray to overcome your weakness. So that Satan, the accuser, wanting to stone you can have no power over you and no place in you. <clears throat> there is no entry point for him because you would have shut that door, that opportunity for him to take over. Ask for the grace to be able to shut that door, to identify the door that has been left open, that Satan used earlier. Pray against your weakness. That's a prayer God will always hear. Because he came that you would have abundance and not weakness. That is not the way of his kingdom. That is not the life you would live in his kingdom. Sister Shanin has reflected on the fruit of the Holy Spirit in the last few days. And we should pray for that fruit to be developed in us. Now, fruit takes time and process. It must grow. It must mature. And many times the growing season for your fruit is long. The waiting period can be testing. You find yourself keeping on continuing to make those mistakes. And I am testimony to that as well. But I still choose to fight. We all should. 
to fight the good fight. And the important thing to remember here is, it is fruit, not fruits, singular. All of those characteristics that are mentioned in there in Galatians 5.22 is one fruit. Characteristics of his one nature. He gives that one nature to you as his fruit. Where all of these the characters then start building up in you. They will grow at varying stages. But it is the image and the likeness of God which the Holy Spirit wants us to have. He gives it all at once. And even though we are more receptive to some and less responsive to others, so we will grow in those natures faster and in others we will still struggle. We will probably give up some bad habits like alcohol and all that quickly, but we still find our tongue being mischievous. We continue the fight. Pray against your weakness. When you pray, pray for that character to come in you, the fruit of the Holy Spirit. So that you do not lapse or fall into those mistakes again. That prayer he will always answer. I'd like to touch on a verse that Brother Vivek used last night. Acts 24 verse 16 which asks us to have a conscience that does not seek to offend God or others. And if our conscience is currently the opposite of that, we need to pray against that weakness. If we are revengeful, we need to pray against that weakness. If we are rebellious and disobedient, even against our parents, and then effectively against God, we need to pray against that weakness. Romans 8 verse 8 says, talks about those who are in the flesh, that is those who are predisposed to the flesh or inclined to the ways of the flesh, are likely to turn to that side. God wants us. He wants a relationship with us and he wants us to rise above the weakness so that we do not fall into sin. Why? So that we can have abundance. So when you pray, pray to overcome that weakness. Do not pray, God, give me money because I don't have it. Pray, God, give me the wisdom that I lack, which if I had, that money would have come to me. Do not pray, God, give me health. Pray, God, help me overcome my bad habits of lack of exercise or laziness or poor food choices or eating habits or the smoking and alcohol habit. Anything that is unhealthy in our nature, in our habits, pray to overcome those. Your health is automatically restored. Don't pray, God, give my wife or husband understanding and patience. Pray, God, give me the patience to be kind to them. So that I might be kind-hearted, soft-spoken, well-meaning and caring towards them. When you overcome your weakness and you stand in victory, the world automatically becomes a better place around you. It is up to you. And it is within you. Do not look at others. and Do not look outside. Pray against your weakness in faith and then put it into action. Take the corresponding action in faith. That prayer will always be answered by God. Why? Because it brings you closer to him and his nature when you rise from weakness to the strength 
of his character. That prayer he will always answer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we get this today, that we look within ourselves, that we identify every time we fall and your grace raises us up. We identify and seek to identify the weakness within us that has caused us to fall and we plug that gap, that weakness through your wisdom and the understanding that comes from your word and from your revelation. We ask for that edification in our spirit today. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, Lord. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease that are hospitalized this day. We pray for all families that are embattled and are facing any kind of division or separation, even if they live under the same roof. We pray for all those that are facing financial challenges, the yoke of prayerlessness, the yoke of busyness, the yoke of poverty. We pray against all these yokes and we ask for your anointing, Lord, for it is that anointing that destroys the yoke of the enemy. We pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families, especially those members of our friend and family circle that are not yet saved, that have not yet received your Holy Spirit, Lord, your salvation. Quicken them, O Father, that they might call on your name and be delivered. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And when we release our prayer and our faith, we release it with this belief, knowing that it is an answered prayer. Meditating on what your word in Isaiah 55, 10 and 11 says. Believing in our hearts that that word which we release now in our prayer from our hearts will not come back to us empty. But just as your rain comes down and gives seed for the sower, bread for the eater and nourishes the earth, the same way our prayer will bear fruit, will bear result, will bear the outcome, the manifestation that we have believed on in faith. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift to release your tongue and your faith. Unmute your mic. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the Spirit. Please unmute and join in. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shara <laughs> 
Shatakola Kriana Briastola Brasta Calabrantore Casketaya, Scolabria Matabracosteke and Terepresteketelere Castia, Siadada Laranjara Telataba, Ambriatela Prostocaya, Nanombrosella Restelia Tatatata, Madonai, Abrabaskela Rastela Rasiana Recente, Jecate Catoskela Rasia Larantata, Mambra Bata Prayata Lauro Costia and Terecaste, Inian Umbrajela Rataca. Sedete cofra che ti anda la brancella rastorosia tarataka. Sceselia ambronia scombria schela brastore castiata da gambaria gamba cambra catechischila rastore geliata. Ayantora mila la maschera brastella rascella rantarata. Alla brossella restella rete. Ambrabada di dirsiela rantarata la rabala da bahnambra baschita la caia. Ayantora prostete castella. Ayatechi anambria sela. Radavara In the mighty name of Jesus. We release our faith, Lord, and we make this our prayer of agreement at this platform, this altar of our prayer that you have assigned to us, this priesthood that you have given us. And with faith in our heart, we say, Amen and Amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for answered prayer. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. And this is from Galatians 2, verse 20. From, quoted from the King James Version, which says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If anyone else is receiving a word from the Lord, please feel free to type it in the chat or you can unmute your mic and speak up as well. Praise God.
We have another scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, quoted from the King James Version, which says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you that you reveal your ways, your kingdom to us. And through your spirit, you show us all the pitfalls, all the areas of weakness in our life as well. And through your word, you nurture and strengthen an understanding of your ways to us. You imbibe them through graces into our hearts. That we are able to walk on that word, filled and assisted by your spirit. To rise above and never be below, to be the head and not the tail, and to walk in a life of abundance with our Christ, and to sit with him in his throne of dominion over the earth. We thank you, Father. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. We bless and have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone.